0: You want to end up with age five years down the line, you're 22 years old and you're dying of age.
1: Greetings, earthlings, and welcome back to another episode of Cop. Matthew, how are you doing? So I finished Book of Boba Fett. Okay. And let's just, I'll just explain it to you. Because I know you're not going to watch it. Peace and love. Well,
0: maybe, you know, it's not going to happen. Because I have to watch Mandalorian. You know what? I I stated this on the show prior. And Mm -hmm. I'm kind of tired of Star Wars. And you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll watch episode four a couple more times. Yeah. Maybe a couple more times down the line after that. Yeah. I don't know about all this other stuff. Well, I'll tell you this. The show was mid. So if you know The Book of Boba Skip.
1: Yeah, the book <laughs> Yes. Exactly. all this so this is all spoilers. I'll hopefully remember to put a timestamp where to jump to if you don't want to hear. I don't book. think I don't think
0: anybody listening to
1: this will care. will care. Well, you never know. Um so here's here's the thing. It's like seven episodes, right? They're all varying in length, which is kind of a weird choice, but that, it gives them freedom to pick and choose how long they want to do a story, I guess. Mm-hmm. The issue is is that episodes 1 through 4 are just origin stories. Kind of filler, because I don't care about how his band of unlikely heroes comes together, right? Like, yeah.
0: like his buddies that he... Like his new buddies yeah. in the show? Okay. Yeah,
1: I don't care. I don't need to know that, and I would much prefer that he just have those buddies at the beginning of the show, and then they just do the show, and they have more time to actually build drama. Here's the thing. Boba's back. Somehow Boba is back. <laughs>
0: we all knew he was coming out of the Sarlacc pit eventually. It was yeah. just a matter of
1: time. Happen in the EU. I mean, it's a good idea. Why not just do it? They do it all the time. I mean, Dark Maul is back with he robotic... spider legs. Yep. Uh, Boba's back Somehow the Emperor Has returned (laughs) You just gotta do it I mean I'm gonna bet That they'll do Mace Windu is back Because that was in The EU as well We didn't
0: see anything Happening to him
1: He just went over
0: the edge And then I don't know
1: And then he has this Cut off hand And is like his big purple scar from where he was hit by the force lightning and he's all badass remember that in the comics remember that uh yeah it's, i remember that you know what the thing is it's like people want the cool characters
0: back so it's like that's mombo Boa like sure but then like when the emperor came back it's like who asked for this like but why like, have it in the eu you gotta do it did well everything happened in the eu so i don't you can't work it all in you gotta pick and choose the best stuff that's the point
1: yeah, in the EU, he comes back, and then Luke goes under his training, and yada yada yada.
0: And then Luke, with seven U's, comes in. <laughs> and he says, "I'm your father." <laughs> and they fight, and then Darth Maul three comes back. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, man. So there's a few, there's a few new new faces. One is they added these god basically baby borgs you you know about the borg in star trek yeah it's like they want to assimilate everything well they're like uh cybernetically enhanced bioorganisms right and that's what these people are they live on tatooine they're called uh oh something stupid like the splicers Or something like that, or... Hey, Splice is, you know, gets straight to the point, you know. And the Splice Doctor is Thundercat, which was so weird (laughs) to see. Like, I was just watching the episode, and then all of a sudden, is that Thundercat? Caitlin's like, like the cartoon? And I'm like, no. (laughs) That's a man. Like the Thundercat (laughs) from the cartoon? (laughs) So... There's the Splicers, and they 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 give them this lore right of oh they're cybernetically enhanced people yada 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 but that never actually comes into play at all so why even add that and they look really goofy like there's this one guy um and he has a fade people should not have a fade in star wars he looks so well the galaxy is big lucas so there are a wide home. variety of
0: hairstyles would exist in theory
1: <laughs> they ride these bikes that look like like scooters, like, the guys that are too afraid to ride motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they have, like, a candy paint job to them, (sighs) and they're all chromed out. It looks so bizarre when they're, like, they're biking around on Tatooine, which has harsh sands. Why would it have a nice paint job? The sand would just rip that off. I like that, you know, kind of lived-in look that Star Wars yeah. has. And when you have a guy with a fade driving a Vespa and Tatooine, <laughs> it looks looks so silly. Um, So they have them. You get an episode where Boba meets them... Um, The guy from Office Space, the stapler guy, he comes to Boba and he's... he's The the goofy guy with the glasses, yeah. He's like, you suck, man. Because Boba's... uh, I'm jumping all over the place. Boba's like the daimyo, right? He kills Bib Fortuna and he's like, I'm going to rule over Tatooine as a crime boss. He calls it like the daimyo or whatever. Basically, he's supposed to look after the people, serve the people, yada, yada, yada. Um, So, Office... Office space guy goes to him and says, like, no one respects you. I run this moisture farming business and these hooligans come and they are stealing my water or some shit. Or, he, And he's like, well, how much are you charging them for water? And he says his price, and Boba's like, well, maybe that's a bit too much, don't you think? And he, he's like, what, hey, what the hell? You're supposed to be on my side. Good guy Boba for being a good <laughs> landlord. Yeah. Right? Kind of base. <laughs> and he goes to them. I think they have some little skirmish, but then he's like, you want to work for me? They say, Sure. There's, like, four episodes like that with different people. Like, he recruits guys. Yeah. Okay. And it's just building towards a finale, right? Yeah. But, again, I don't care. I don't need that. And the episodes aren't that interesting. And you know his sidekick? Or I guess he wouldn't. You didn't watch season two of Mandalorian, right? Boba Fett has a sidekick named Fennec Shand. She's this Asian woman. Um, she's got kind of really uncharismatic... Uh, She kind of sucks. I don't like her a whole lot. And you have an episode where he meets her, and he's like, okay, I need to get my ship back from Jabba's palace. You win? You want to save me? Or you want to help me? Because he saves her life because he finds her dead on Tatooine and brings her her to Thundercat who repairs her.
0: And makes her uh, a splicer? Yeah. Okay. He
1: just adds... It was so corny, because why didn't you just bring her to a hospital? Why did you bring her... There's no hospitals on Tatooine. (laughs) Only splicers. Splicers? Brought her to the splicer, and he just added tubes in her stomach to move poop up and down. I don't really know, (laughs) but got her working again. She's like, sure, I'll help you, but I got shit to do, so I'll help you, and that's that. He says, okay. They go steal the slave one, and then after, she's like, actually, I'm going to help you from now on, and we'll be buddies. Okay, okay. Fresh, fresh. It's kind of goofy because then he's like, "I need my armor," so he goes back to the Sarlacc pit, and then the Sarlacc pit like reaches out with its tendrils and wraps on the slave one and like brings it into it, and then it makes me think of episode six when Han. Is being dragged in by the Sarlacc pit, but he can, uh, or Lando is sorry. Lando's being dragged in, but he can resist the Sarlacc pit by just Han dangling a blaster that he's holding on to. But now this thing can pull down a fucking ship, a spaceship like going full blast and it's screaming into the ship like, I'm gonna eat you! Uh, but then they drop the epic seismic charge on it, it does the, the noise that you like, and yeah. then it dies. That's that's the show for the first one to four episodes, just origin episodes. Uh-huh. I don't know how many times I have to repeat that, but I'll do it again for you. Thank you. Then you got five and six. Episode five is directed by the lady with red hair from Jurassic World. Uh, star of the upcoming film Jurassic World, uh, Dominion. Dominion, maybe a Star Trek reference, Deep Space Nine to the Dominion. Maybe, we'll have to see. Shout out. Um, Episodes and... Episode 6. Episodes... uh, What the fuck? Episode 6 is directed by Mr. Filoni. Thank you. And those are the highlights of the show. And that's when they do the two Mandalorian episodes. It was just kind of funny that it's the book of Boba Fett, but then they're having full-on just Mandalorian episodes in the middle of it. I think they've realized that the Mandalorian is uh, probably the best thing they've done... In a while. Yeah. And they really want to double down on that, which which they should. It, the Mandalorian is a, a great character and a, and a good show. But in episode five, um, you see the Mandalorian. He's still being a bounty hunter, being epic. And then he goes to he gets his bounty goes and delivers it and he's like hey i want information in return the guy says sure and shows him where the last two mandalorians are the the lady with the thorny oh the helmet like the blacksmith yeah, yeah. she has a name like the the caretaker There's or some- Something. Some Mando horseshit. No one cares shit. about. Fuck a Mando. Just move on. <laughs> it's not even worth it. Just move on. So there's her and one of the Vizlas. If you just want lore, Vizlas is like an old house in the Mandalorian religion or whatever. They were the originators of the dark mm-hmm. and Mando has that. And then that one Vizla guy is there, and he's like, "I want that," and then he's like, "I'm gonna kill you for it." So then they have a duel. Mando wins, and then the girl is just randomly, because they have to move the plot along, she's like, um, have you ever removed your helmet? And Paz Vizsla is like, nope, never. And then she's like, have you Mando? And he's like, hmm? <laughs> she's like, have you ever removed your helmet? And he's like, um, maybe. Why didn't he lie about it? Well, that's the The way. Mando code of honor yep. prohibits yes. uh,
0: deception? I understand.
1: And then she's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. And maybe like, should have lied, actually. <laughs> and he's like, hmm, okay. But before doing so, he has a spear that he gets, uh, a Beskar spear that he gets from season two, and he smelts it down to a little chain mill armor for baby Yoda. Aw, oh, kid. And then he goes, or that's, that's it for episode five, I think. And then episode six, he goes to Luke's world that we see in episode seven. No, eight. Or, I guess, the end of...
0: Like, rock ocean
1: world? Yeah. Where he drinks milk from those big (laughs) teeth. Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. He goes to that world, and this episode is really beautiful. Um, I would honestly suggest just watching it. Just that episode? Because it's like a mini-movie. It's really good. Okay. Um, He goes there and Ahsoka's there with CGI Luke, and I think they realize that they kind of fucked up with CGI Luke at the end of season two. Yeah. Because he looks way, way better. Okay. Like, a few more tweaks here and there, and it will be photorealistic. Why don't they just
0: uh, <laughs> get Sebastian Stan? Why don't they just do it? I know. I, I saw some article about it, like, oh, maybe it'll happen. But, like, at this point, they already made CGI Luke, so it's like, well, I paid this guy, right?
1: Yeah, maybe in, like... The next...
0: Like, maybe they have, have a big project where mm. Luke has to be
1: there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he goes to that planet. Ahsoka's there with Luke. And then you get, like, just a really nice training sequence of him and Baby Yoda. Mando uh, comes, and Ahsoka's like, uh, you can't see him. And he's like, why not? I just came all this way. And he's like, well, it's not good for Jedi to make attachments. And he's like, can I just see him, please? And he's, she's like, I'm not going to stop you, but... Think of the consequences. And he said, okay, fine. I'll give you this armor. Can you give it to him, please? And she's like, sure, I'll do that. So she goes to little baby Yoda and, well, she gives it to Luke. And then Luke takes Grogu in and he he puts down the armor. He's like, so this is your armor. All right. Your friend the Mandalorian gave it to me to give to you. You can take that. And I'll send you back, and you can live with the Mandalorian. Or he takes Yoda's lightsaber. He's like, I could give you this, and you could learn to become a Jedi. And you, you could harness this great power that you have. Really leads to question. And then we don't see what he chooses. And then in that episode, you see Chad Bane. He shows up. And then season se- or episode seven, the finale, is just, and then this happens. That's the whole episode. And what happened? So, like... Uh, okay, so there's there's a spice. You know how the, like the, the Star spice Wars, miners this, on Kessel. Yeah, they have the spice, <laughs> which has to be a Dune reference, right? I don't know. It has to be. They have like the pikes, and they're they're selling spice. They they hire Chad Bane to help them out. They and Boba Fett's against them. They're like you're. He's like you're ruining Tatooine with your scum and villainy. So he wants to shut down their operations. And then they they just have a war, but then it's like the pikes have an epic weapon, and it looks like all hope is lost, and then Boba Fett has an epic weapon, and then it looks like they're gonna win, but then the pikes have another thing. <laughs> and it just keeps going back and forth, and then Boba Fett rides on a Rancor and the Rancor comes out and smashes all their stuff. Aww. And then this was funny, I was like, you know what's gonna be funny? is if once the is done smashing all their um, their robots, he just kept breaking shit because he's just a dumbass animal. Yeah. And then they actually do that where he just starts breaking the city and then he's like, no, no, no! And then Baby Yoda comes out and forces him and uh, that's the end of the show, really. That's, that's it? it? And no, then there's no big bombshell, like, boom, Boba Fett is actually gay. Oh, um, well then, Boba Fett and... Cad Bain have like another Mexican standoff. Yeah. But, uh Cad Bain's like you're getting old, you're getting slow in your old age and they say some cool shit back and forth and then Cad Bane just whips out his gun and shoots Boba down and then he goes to finish him off, but then Boba has what are those spears called that the Tuscan Raiders use? A gaffy stick. He takes one of those out, hits him and then just stabs him in the heart and He kills Chad Bane? Yep. And then he's like, I always knew you were a killer. And say some stupid things like that. But we've seen him kill in, before <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then Mando and uh, Grogu run off into the sunset. And that's
0: it. And then they'll be back for Mandalorian Season
1: 3. I forgot to watch if there was a post credit scene. But it doesn't matter. Here's what I'll say. One Episodes 1 to 4 suck. Five and six are amazing, and then seven is kind of mid. So, overall, I'd say the show is kind of mid. There's my very lengthy review. So, thank you for letting me speak to you, talk at you about Book of Boba
0: Fett. So, Disney Star Wars continues to, at best, um, just skirt under expectations.
1: In total. But there are some high highlights here. I see. Yeah. But here at Cop, we like to look
0: big picture. Yeah. We like to look at the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we look at very, very big pictures.
1: <laughs> Such as?
0: Um, well, you know.
1: segue, Do it clean.
0: Like uh, James Cameron's Titanic or like his new yeah. avatar really any james cameron project is big the Marvel movies are the big temples now
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. uh you yeah, know there's the new batman movie coming out of march that'll so be cool
1: or like it could be a big picture about a big woman well, this is
0: a little picture about a big woman
1: it's 60 minutes it's a it's a full it's 66
0: minutes yeah that's the length of dumbo buddy i don't know I don't and that's
1: know. a that's a classic. Yeah, Dumbo is a classic, you're right. And this is, you know, it is what it is. Speaking of big pictures, uh, this week we're doing Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. And I have to say, right off the bat, this movie should really be titled um, like a a marriage drama. And then in <laughs> small... Or maybe, like, infidelity in big capital letters on the poster. Infid-
0: infidelity madness, you know? It's like it's like a
1: PSA. It's like, yeah. don't cheat on your wife,
0: especially if um, she's kind of crazy. She has drinking problems. And don't cheat on your alcoholic wife. That's the moral of the story.
1: Subtext. And then there's a really tall woman. Um, yeah, like we said, the movie's 66 Minutes. Caitlin and I watch it together, and you know, I I looked at the clock when we started the movie, and then periodically I'd look back at the clock <laughs> and say like, oh, there's half an hour left. There's still no fifty foot woman. Alright, Well you weren't engaged. It's twenty minutes left. There's no. Why weren't you keep <laughs> looking at the screen the whole time? Uh well, the issue. Well, here's what the movie's about. The plot of the movie is that there's this Alki, and she's married to a, a bad guy. He, he's like the most. He's just, like, the average
0: 50s jackass. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, toots, you know, sometimes I'm going to feel up on another lady. Hey, what do you mean? Ain't nothing about it, huh? Give give me a drink, hey, baby. (laughs) He's a little more suave than that, actually. He's not, like, Italian-American. No, not a
1: greaseball.
0: He's not a greaseball. He's, like, a proper waspy type of of
1: dickhead. A proper gaslighter.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Um... Yeah, the movie is just about this woman, she's in this relationship with this guy, he's seeing this woman on the side who is comically evil, just casually mentions to him, we should kill your wife. Just (laughs) Because she gets all the taxes for the city or something? It's like, they posited like she's
0: like a wealthy heiress, and people like kind of take care of her because like she pays for a lot of stuff in the city oh she pays for a lot of stuff okay but then they're conspiring against her because none of them respect her and then she's like let's get, get rid of your wife we can inherit the money and then we can make off and we can have premarital sex together and, and smoke reefer <laughs> <laughs> evil
1: yeah, she she sports this very realistic diamond around her neck, this large jewel. The India diamond, which is apparently the most famous
0: diamond in the world that uh, I don't think exists. <laughs> and it looks just like a normal diamond. It's not even that big. Well, it's big, but like, it's not even movie big. Okay? Yeah. Like, it's not even, you know, speaking of James Cameron's Titanic, look at that diamond. Okay, and then look at this. Doesn't compare.
1: One night while what was her name Nancy,
0: the um, the, the, the the titular fifty foot woman who's mostly five foot in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> Nancy.
1: Nancy's out booze cruising one night in <laughs> the Nevada desert, and she stumbles across what they call a satellite, which kind of infuriated me the whole movie that they weren't calling it a UFO because she just says something like "I saw a satellite" and people think that she's crazy for saying that because. If I said I saw a satellite, everyone would say, yeah, I see them every fucking day if I look up at the sky. Well, this is
0: before satellites were commonplace. Yeah. AT&T had one or whatever in the sky,
1: okay? So a satellite was a big deal. She sees a satellite, which is a sphere. Floating in the middle of the desert. A big one.
0: Big sphere. It's like... A huge sphere. It's like four, five, six cars tall.
1: Huge! She screams at the top of her lungs uh, nonstop... And then a hand comes out of the satellite or something. (laughs) It's a dirty hand. It's a huge hand. We later go inside the satellite and it's normal human scale. So I don't know how a big guy fits in the satellite. There's space-time warping happening. It's too complex for the human mind to understand. Like God. Like the image of God. It's... Yes, where it would melt your brain if, if you, you saw it. it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So she screams. She runs. To, uh, runs to her. The, runs to the police station. She's like, "I saw a satellite. I saw a satellite." And they're like, oh, this broad's crazy. Okay, Alki, let's get okay. you some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> they go and look for her husband, and uh, you know, drama ensues from there. That was a lengthy. I'm just doing lengthy monologues today. What did you think of the movie? It's not that good. Not that good? It's the same with the movie, okay? Yeah. First of all,
0: the the poster is the most iconic thing from this movie, okay? Yeah. And it's a lie. Because it looks striking, it looks cool. Yep. You know, i put that up in my room if I saw that at, you know, down at the pawn shop for a couple bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the movie doesn't look that good. doesn't cool. look like the poster.
1: Well, it's in black and
0: white, and, you know, it's fine, you know. There's good sci-fi black and white pictures that we've seen. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) Uh, If we go way back sometime. Uh, Not that I can think of right now. But this one um, is not particularly exciting. Um, I really hope this isn't meant to be scary or horrifying in any way. (laughs) And... At least it's short. At least. At the very least, it's short.
1: Well, yeah, I would say it's not scary. And I'll watch something like the old Dracula, right? Or the old Frankenstein. That's not scary. No. But at least the script, it, it is a horror script.
0: But, like, the, even that has, like, atmosphere. Where yeah. it's like, ooh, look at Dracula when he's got the light on his eyes. Yeah. Or, ooh, look when he's in the crypt. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not explicitly scary in, like, the... 2022 traditional horror movie sense but they have something this one is like it's just like a sci-fi b picture yes and it's like it doesn't even have the cheap thrills you're looking for
1: no the whole movie is just this drama about a guy cheating on his wife and them plotting to kill her and that's they just keep going round and round and round until she goes out or she gets taken out into the desert by her husband to find the satellite they do and then, for she just grows into a fifty foot woman. Yeah. And everyone just treats it like it's she's just sick. They're like, whoa! She's grown like twenty times the size. They're like,
0: this is a scientific oddity. Hmm, we'll need to investigate. And then her husband is like unfazed by that. Yes. He just keeps on making making it with this girl. Yes. At the, the booze house like if that wasn't like the weirdest thing he's ever seen in his whole fucking life (laughs) and incredibly disarming yeah yeah um i didn't expect this thing to be like to have this weird plot about uh infidelity i won't even lie i kind of like the guy and boy obviously he's a bad guy yeah but i actually think he's like the most entertaining performer in this and nancy's decent actually okay Mm -hmm. and i'll say that the performances on this were surprising in the beginning of the film, when it shows that scene initially, um, with the husband and whatever his mistress. Oh, the husband is is Harry. And his hussy. And his and his and the town <laughs> floozy, as said in the Wikipedia, is Honey. In that scene in which they are in this uh, that diner initially, and you get to see their dynamic. It was actually decently done. I was watching it and I was thinking this is a lot. More well done than I thought it would be in the sense that this kind of looks like something that would they would have filmed now and then said this is 50 set. The movie actually looks pretty clean too. It's like the cut that I saw was really, really clean. The blockbuster copy. Oh, yeah, was, yeah,
1: like, yeah. I mean, sure.
0: It's relatively well framed. It was like, okay. Technically, it was sounder than a lot of stuff we've seen from this era, like a Pussycat, a Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill. Like, that was shitty. What do you mean? Technically.
1: Shitty performances, shitty look. Uh I didn't think the performances were all that great. In this? Yeah. Well they're not great. Or uh, I shouldn't say that. The performance like the terrible. writing is, is just kind of is embarrassing. The
0: script sucks because why did you pick this plot? Yeah. Why and okay, I know the answer to this question, which is why is the fifty foot woman in the movie for ten minutes and so underwhelming? And I guess it's a budget thing. Yes. Um, why is the fifty foot woman like incapacitated for the latter half of the film, <laughs> making us follow her cheating husband and the town floozy?
1: Yes, there's
0: just baffling decisions here. And the thing is, if the movie was kind of c- uh, clever, witty, or you know something, maybe that could carry the film, especially in one that's as brief as this. Um, you get a couple of comic reliefs, really, just that one dumbass police deputy. Yeah. I swear to God we've seen this character in 400 cop films and yep. we haven't even reviewed that many.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, this <laughs> had my... Mmm, <laughs> shit. That's literally the um <laughs> mm, shit guy, but from the 50s. It had one of my favorite movie cop moments ever where they're invest, the cops are investigating what happened to Nancy because she goes missing and the, she's last seen with her husband. The husband drives her out into the desert. And then the cop is interrogating the husband and he says, like... Oh, I just drove her out into the desert, and then she ran away. And the cop goes, Huh, okay. I don't know what to believe. Did he kill her, or did she just get out of the car and run away? Huh. And, it, yeah, like, and
0: what's weird about that is then, and throughout the rest of the film, they're like, it's, like, so obvious that he's um up to no good. And then they're like, mm, We'll have to wait till she wakes up and see what she says. <laughs> i don't know you know it could go either way they're like oh she's crazy and then the lady he's obviously conspiring with he's like yeah yeah and they're like mm, i don't know
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's silly like the plot in this sucks yeah um there there's like uh there's like that one funny police deputy
1: and everybody else is just really a stock character Mm -hmm. The effects in this are really embarrassing. And I'm not even going to say, oh, it's it's an old movie. It gets a pass. It it doesn't. Um, It sucks. Okay, here's the thing that sucks. Um,
0: Like, the saucer is okay. And actually, the scene in which they go into the spaceship was the sci-fi highlight of the movie. In which they look through all these prisms holding diamonds and there's smoke everywhere. And that was kind of eerie. And that was probably the most like that was the most uh, character-filled scene mm-hmm. in the movie i would say but they show us the 50-foot woman at the end of the film when she breaks fury, and she's like semi-translucent <laughs> yeah and i was like is she is fucking ghost the like, top of her head is cut like, off like they they have close-up shots where it's like obvious like they just they just cut away and it's like just look at her i backdrop against the sky where there's no frame of reference yes and then when she is in frame of reference for, oh, she's like the size of the hotel. She's like weirdly translucent and she doesn't look there. And I'm like, okay. Now I chalk that up to the radiation or whatever that makes her grow 50 feet. Um, there's like a couple of decent scenes like with a hand. They have one good yep. hand pressed to that. Yes. That was actually kind of good. Um and that's basically the extent of it, of all yeah. the good stuff, effects-wise.
1: I feel like they had some miniatures as well. I think there was a big hand when there was, like, people in the shot, and I yeah. think it was her hand, like, there's where she's destroying the bar slash hotel, yeah. and her hand goes into the room. I think those were miniatures. Whether
0: that was a miniature or not, like, that was impressive. Yeah. That was good filmmaking yeah, yeah, yeah. from there, because it was convincing um the one thing that fucking killed me was and this was one thing i liked about the movie was in the initial scene when she's in the desert and she meets this creature Mm -hmm. all you see is reach out is his hand yeah and at first you're like oh what's he what's he what's this creature look like you see the hand it looks it looks like he's got leprosy or something Mm -hmm. and it just reaches out and you don't see initially and then a little bit later on, you see the guy, and he's just this bald old fuck. He it looks like a, they got him off the street. He's a Colonel Kurtz-looking motherfucker. I don't know where, the, <laughs> what, like he. And then he's just like a silent alien, and he just thrashes about. Later on, and goes uh, ah He doesn't even go ah. Uh, he just uh, keeps his mouth open. <laughs> And I was like, that was like, that was like the one thing I was hinging on. Like, maybe the aliens will be convincingly otherworldly Mm -hmm. and kind of creepy. Mm But no, the ship is the best part of that. And in fact, what they like, you kind of get the sense like, just fuck off with the alien. Like, have the hand come out. Don't even show the alien. Just less is more Mm -hmm. in a movie like this. In a in a one hour movie where you have no money uh, at your disposal, and your fifty foot woman isn't terribly convincing. Just you know, come on make some inspired choices
1: here yeah it was a, it was a weird choice for the plot it would be like if you made a godzilla movie and it was about a guy trying to get on the baseball team well that's american godzilla movies
0: <laughs>
1: yeah and then he got really pissed at the end and then he became godzilla <laughs> and then they shot him down in five minutes like you know what like i'll say this like the
0: last ten minutes, which are obviously the the draw of this movie, and yeah. why they put that part on the poster, even though that scene doesn't happen, she didn't get. First of all, I think that's a lot bigger than fifty
1: feet. I could be wrong. I was expecting her to be that big, and then she's just like she's just okay. Like, okay. She yeah, she's, she's the size of a of a McDonald's sign.
0: Yeah, exactly. She's like the size of she's about as tall
1: as the Golden Arches,
0: and then this they make her look like she could pick up a building with her hands
1: and maybe that is 50 feet like a mcdonald's sign but i i wanted something much bigger than that yeah something more cooler she didn't even rampage
0: through the town and that's what's a big big piss off yeah it's because in this one she's like it looks like she's gonna rampage through the town classic monster movie stuff she just uh romps around the countryside then goes to the hotel where (laughs) her husband's at then she just kills honey the floozy yeah and he goes, Damn it, honey, you killed her. And then he she picks him up and he's like, No. And then they both die at the it's end It's tragic. And then they're like, Well, I guess she finally got Harry all to herself and then it's the end. It's like wow, what a tragic <laughs> that what a tragic turn of events. Wow. This is unbelievable. <laughs>
1: It's, it's so, it's a, it's a tale as old as time. And they have these two doctor characters who are supposed to be, I, remind me of like the Van Helsing.
0: Like just foreign doctor guy that they got to be like, mm, z- interesting case, yeah. And they're like, this is a lot about women and men. And they, they you know what? And that was, hey, that was the other thing was like, I was trying to, like, read into this movie, like, what is this movie trying to say about women or dynamics? Like, the image at the end of the large woman, like, killing her philandering husband, it's like, okay, it's like, it's kind of captivating. And that's, Mm -hmm. I think, why the poster injures to that degree. They don't really do anything with it, you know, there's no social commentary, you know barely any Vietnam War stuff. I guess in the 50s, it was just the Indochina War, but they don't even talk that much about it. Well,
1: I'm glad you mentioned because I I was going to say, I, I remember, we're old enough to remember a time when America faced a 50-foot-tall problem and that was a Vietnam War. <laughs> and this movie is a lot like love. It transcends time and space <laughs> where... It's like poetry. It rhymes, <laughs> even... And I, I think this movie, you could draw some comparisons to when a couple of guys um, were cheating on their wives in battle. and Definitely, definitely. Like the war, the <laughs> war parallels are undisputed in this. And that's
0: where you're going to get the bulk of the enjoyment of the film. Um, well, let me see what else I have. Uh, oh yeah, I like uh, just little quirks. I like in the 50s when people would punch and the punch would send you reeling. Like, you know in the 50s m- movie scenes when, like, uh, everyone has Superman strength because yes. you punch a guy and he goes, and he flies back?
1: Yeah. That's like one TOS, too, when they'll just karate chop yeah. someone and, and they pass that. And it.
0: then it goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was good. He has a little fight with the doctor. The butler. No, the butler. The butler. Jess? Who, or... Jess. Yeah. yeah, the butler Jessica. Um... <laughs> who he's just a dick to, and he's like, hey, beat, uh, hit the road, Jack, beat it. I love that scene where he's like, get, 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 the, fuck get out. the fuck out of here. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh,
1: I never. And then he's like, hey, buddy, leave, leave. <laughs> well, there's some drama there, um, but it kind of, it doesn't go anywhere. No, it doesn't go anywhere. There, like, the side characters are memorable. Like
0: I said, they're stock. Like, you yeah. have the stock butler, you know, we, you know, in Batman, like, Alfred always has, like, a couple of jokes or stuff to whip out, you know? He's a, he's serious all the time, but he, he's got a little charisma, you know? Yeah. This guy's got a fucking nothing.
1: There's no tangerines being talked about in this movie. A ruby. Tangerine. <laughs> or whatever it's, stupid in Burma, British people say. The word bun.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. It, it's it, it's actually it's surprising to me that this movie has injured. Like, the blob is, like... Okay, it's got Steve McQueen, mm-hmm. and even if there's no Steve McQueen, the blob is, like, a cool idea. Yeah, and they have cute effects for the time. And they have cute effects. Yeah. And then this is, like, what if a woman was large, and we don't see that that much?
1: But the poster... We... But,
0: but the poster...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you. Shout out to Reynold Brown and his family for this poster. Um, that has endured in pop culture saw that first in uh pulp fiction it's in the back of the jack rabbit i think i think so oh interesting they just have 50s i'm sure they have the blob poster in there too somewhere
1: i just know it from when you go to conventions and they have those guys <laughs> selling posters that they probably don't have the rights to sell because <laughs> they're just a little too low resolution <laughs>
0: like you didn't just quite have enough pixels for this to be authentic yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know it from that. Uh Wikipedia has it listed as a science fiction horror film. I'll, so, I'll give so it scary I'll, I'll give it science fiction. I'm not gonna be giving it horror. I'll give it science exploitation, uh, because the poster exploited me. That's all I really have to say about the movie. The the drama plot takes up the bulk of the movie. It's not that exciting, the effects aren't good. Uh you lie to me, you rat bastard. Um <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then uh shucks
1: move on and then oh and this is a about men <laughs> oh this is heavy because broads they just get crazy in their old age and men just want a 20 year old girlfriend as, yes. as one of the doctors said yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah like that guy was like there to like talk about the dynamics of men and women he's like you know when you're a middle-aged guy and you look too longingly at a t- early 20s woman and let me tell you, I know that feel very well.
1: Well, we're getting up there.
0: God, don't remind me. Bags. You go first. You go first. <laughs> like two out of ten. It's like, what is it? Of like redeem? Like, is it watchable? Yeah, but it's just, it's it's an empty film. I don't know. Yeah. I can't give it a one out of five because one out of five is too low. Yeah. Because one out of five, and of course there, you can have zero bags, and one out of five is rever- reserved for the crap, the crap, the mommy dearest. Um, I'm gonna give this two out of five. You know what? Watch it. I'll say this: um, if you're a film fan or you've seen the post before, just watch it just to get it out of the way, and then uh, yeah, you could say you've seen it.
1: It's just another classic cult movie where there's a cool scene. I don't think it's a good look for us to have a cult movie show, but we just shit on cult movies all the time. Well, maybe but. if
0: cult movies were more better, and maybe if people who are part of cult followings had just some discernible taste, then we wouldn't be shitting on the movies all the time. Okay? Did you think about that?
1: No. Wait, do you know what this movie has on Rotten Tomatoes? Probably like... You want me to guess right now? Yeah anywhere between 50 and 70 percent
0: 75
1: really? <laughs> yeah <laughs> but
0: that's and that's critics score. it's fun and uh, light-hearted and swift in pace attack of the 50 foot woman is a sci-fi classic that's <laughs> through the ages okay let's see what it actually is oh the audience score is 21 that's telling okay people the people know this shit there's no critics consensus Hell hath no fury, like a scorned woman, especially one who could avoid a divorce altogether by merely stepping on you. <laughs> Doesn't happen, asshole. Um, has little to offer, even the most ardent fan of trash cinema. Okay, base David Nusser. <laughs> like, uh, and then, yeah, I see a bunch of people say Hell hath no fury, <laughs> yeah. More Cheesy, cheesy fun. fun, thank you, Ken. O- old school camp craziness like it's not that crazy and though. most feminine variety but there's like it's not even like a feminist flick because like no. this, this, it's a feminist flick because this woman kills her cheating husband and um his mistress okay I, uh, I don't know yeah uh, it's mid
1: it's mid well it's um, lower than mid f- attack of the shitty foot woman more like play <laughs> like some skin on me brother you five bro <laughs> Next week, um, we're going to do Blue Velvet. Oh, just like that? Yeah. Did you get that on the wheel earlier today? No. Or? Okay, okay. I just thought, well, next week, it's kind of close to my birthday. I'll treat myself treat yourself? to a little birthday okay. flick. So we'll, we'll do Blue Velvet. We'll do a Lynch week. Okay, yeah, yeah. Lynch month? Well, you're
0: pushing it. I don't know how many movies of his are called, you know. You wanna rev- what do you want to review? Hmm?
1: You're going to do... uh Doom? No, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to do that. I, we should do his show On Air, I think it was called. Or On the Air. What is it about? I really, I don't know. I just know that it was him and Mark Frost. They're so like, we're going to do this little experiment, even more experimental show called On the Air.
0: Like, um, what's the Jack movie he made?
1: The what did Jack do?
0: What did Jack do? <laughs> did Jack do? The monkey movie? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what, we'll... We'll do Blue Velvet, and we'll give bags for What Did Jack Do? And I'll rewatch that.
1: All I know is that On the Air has Miguel Ferrer, and it also has my fav- one of my favorite Twin Peaks characters. Dick
0: Tremaine, the
1: goat. <laughs> Look at him. Look at the swab, motherfucker. He's
0: just, he's
1: all dick. He's 100% dick. <laughs> I, I would like to do this show at some point. I think it's pretty short. Yeah, seven episodes, four unaired, Mm.
0: Before the network was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so Get we said should... off the air. Uh... Yeah, okay, I'll check it out.
1: Ian B- Buchanan? Buchanan? B- How would you say that? Uh, Buchanan, I B- but... Oh, f- Jesus, thanks. He's literally only in soap
0: operas and Twin Peaks, which I guess is also a soap opera.
1: Yeah. Uh, any other big names? Miguel Ferrer, shout out. Mel Johnson Jr. Shout
0: out to Miguel Ferrer and his family, RIP. Bless up. I really want to see more oh, Jesus. of Albert. <laughs> that was That's kind of a Lynchian image right there. Uh, <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> that's something. And then we got Angelo Badalamenti. Cla- I,
1: I love him. Yeah. 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 He's really, really good. He's becoming probably my favorite composer. I wonder
0: if he does those finger snaps himself.
1: <laughs> the, mm. Maybe. Yeah. Angelo Badalamenti. Goat. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Um, You see any good movies this week like, besides Boba Fett? No, just watch Boba Fett in this. Um started playing Earthbound Beginnings which is awesome mm-hmm. but then my my wife's uh, husband took away the switch which was annoying fuck dude when that happens
0: I start to lose it a little bit you know
1: he can't keep getting away with it Caitlin and I got to 3 million in Balloon Fight we haven't wow. maxed it out yet But Wait, you get in there yeah
0: have you looked up
1: any uh, tips
0: maybe a little um a little P... A little whistle you can... Oh, a whistle you can do. There's, you, like, you know nothing what I'm like that. The game's too fucking simple. Yeah. You, know? um, you can't just, like, hit A 400 times in a second and just go up past the level.
1: Did you know that you can... B has a use in the game? Was what? It's just an auto button. You just hold B and you just go really fast.
0: But is it as fast as when I go... On the A? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Actually? Yes, yeah, it's... I, I can't believe I never even thought of it, but Caleb was like, do you know that you can hold B? I was like, what the fuck? That's why you gotta look at the manual, bro. Yeah. Do you know that Nintendo has all their manuals on their website? Yeah,
0: like the NES ones. I think they did that when the Classic came out and they were like, we're not gonna package this in. We'll just put it on the internet. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was around that time they were like... So that way it's like, you. Is this how you play They It doesn't tell you how to play on the NES Classic, right? You still yeah. open Zelda and it's like...
1: Okay. Yeah, I I've... I don't know why I didn't think about this, but apparently you can mod your the classics pretty easily. So I'm just gonna mi- remove its library and add my own.
0: Oh, um, did you get? Did oh, I'm you gonna commented? rip that.
1: I'm gonna rip that. I'm gonna rip the ROMs from my NES cartridges, and I'll be adding them. Oh, on. say goodbye to cough. That's oh, It's over now. <laughs> um, that way, well, I want to add Tetris to it and whatnot. Anyways. And then play real Punch-Out, not Mr. Dream's Punch-Out. Mike get, Tyson. Get real. Please.
0: just Mr. Dream, move on.
1: Who the fuck is this? Who is the Joker? Yeah. Leave town. Take a hike, pal. Um, so, yeah, I want to play through Earthbound Beginnings and then do Earthbound. Cult like, video games. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Cult video games are are odd because a lot of them are just oddities like pepsi man where it's like did you know that there was a pepsi video game
0: and it's just shitty well
1: oh like a lot of the movies we review i actually want to get can you play playstation games on the
0: ps3 you can i think you can buy them although they might be shutting the store down or maybe already shut down i don't know but you can you can buy them digitally ps1 classics
1: and it's downloaded to the playstation so like if the yeah. store goes away it's fine
0: yes also you can play ps1 games but like we're kind of at the point where like if they're decent well depending on the game it might be expensive
1: oh really playstation well, games are expensive well like
0: like a crash and a final fantasy like relatively affordable but there's so many like like weird rpg games on the playstation you never heard of that are just like 500 or something yeah. and you're like all right and then it's like it's like uh, there's like certain. Po- it's like Wolfenstein for PS One Five, like two hundred dollars, and it's like okay. What Di- was it
1: originally on, like PC? Oh oh, was it a floppy disk game or something?
0: Y- yeah yeah okay. yeah. Like, on like early early computers yeah. yeah. Or like there's like Diablo on PS One, but it's like a hundred dollars. So. Mm. The, the the common stuff though you can still get relatively cheap
1: yeah like i was like because i wanted to actually get a copy of pepsi man that'd be kind of funny well, to own. i don't know how
0: much pepsi man will cost because it's a cult game and that probably didn't sell that well damn okay it's like a cool. see like you gotta Fuck. you gotta shell out them oh, but look at that yeah that tasteful pepsi disc i like that I like how the cover of the game is just him. It doesn't even say Pepsi Man. It's just a drink. Drink. Was this is a promotional game?
1: Um. And this is with Japan. I don't actually, this was
0: Japan only, right?
1: Yeah, which is weird because they have. Have you ever watched gameplay of it? Or it's just like him down running down a street, right? Yeah, and then in between levels, there's like a. There are cutscenes of this fat American guy who's just eating chips and he's all greasy and ugly, and he's he's talking in English at the player. I think. Oh really? Just be like, "Oh, that was awesome, man! Good job," or something like that. So it's weird that's a Japanese game with English cutscenes. I
0: guess like they have enough English people that they can put a little haha fat American joke and have him be speak English. I guess it's like okay. Yeah.
1: Damn, hundred bucks. Fuck.
0: Yeah, so uh-huh. maybe uh, maybe look into um, blockbustering that one, if you catch my drift. Yeah.
1: yeah. I was watching the Angry Video Game Nerds review of Earthbound, and then he's like, all right, let's play this game. Let's see what it's all about. And then he goes to eBay, and he looks up Earthbound, and he's like, oh, it's one of those, huh? Yeah,
0: it's one of those.
1: <laughs> That's so weird. Like, it's it's the the shit games that you have to pay the most for yeah like the action fifty two it's like fifty two shit games, yeah and
0: it's like two hundred dollars. It's like you know what, I don't think I will actually,
1: yeah, it's it's video game collecting is so so bizarre, it's odd,
0: so the cult games, yeah, I guess you know the hallmark of the cult game is how ex if, if it's expensive, <laughs> basically, and then <laughs> yeah, that's it the game's really expensive it's a cold game
1: yeah pretty, <laughs> pretty much because anything else is how how much is how much is crash 20 it's bucks like 20 bucks yeah. yeah like metal gear is like 20 30 bucks yeah i need to actually play some playstation games
0: well they didn't age that good so maybe not it's like n64 right? well i
1: mean like i mean playstation in general oh yeah, yeah. maybe like start ps2 up you know yeah, like to be honest, I don't I have no interest in playing N64 games. They look really bad and they handle Not a controller.
0: Games don't look good. And
1: the PlayStation is going to be the exact same.
0: Yeah, except you get an extra analog stick, which is convenient if you're playing a first-person shooter.
1: Like GoldenEye, remember when we played that?
0: Yeah, it was uh called was video their, game. It was so awkward
1: to play. Up on the D pad was move up, and then left and right was like look right and look left. So and they
0: segmented the D pad, so it doesn't even, It's not like just move in these directions. Just one more stick, and they could have saved that controller, but they they couldn't
1: do it. Crazy. Um, anything else? I don't think so. That's it. That's it.
0: If you enjoyed anything you heard today,